What it do, baby? <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> you got to do the laugh. <laughs> oh, you know, I saw me on Mike J, man. Bowtie Fresh in the building, live and direct. What's happening? Hey, man, in that video, man, it looked like, I mean, and I ain't trying to put no salt on my man's name. It looked like my man definitely was rolling something up. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a little extra? Hey, a little herbal, a little herbal refreshment? Hey, man, any nigga to wear a clone rose in the year of our Lord 2019, I'm sure, I'm sure it still has all eyes on me, double CD in his, uh, in his suburban, and he, when he puts his weed out on the case. <laughs> that looks like how <laughs> I get down. <laughs> Man, what's been going on? Been, been listening to been listening to some of that uh, Master P Burbs and Lax. Is that yeah. what he was listening to while I was in there? Wood the grain with the leather seats. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it looked like he's from the West Coast. It looked like he definitely throwing some full life on the mugs. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's a chicken hey. hawk, Matt hey. Ten. Hey man, that's that was my shit. What's been going on with you, though, bro? Oh, How's man. your fourth, man? How's your holiday? It was cool, man. I went to my sister's house, man. So I heard. Uh, her, you know, her her boyfriend and my little nieces was there, there, man. So my sister, they had this, I ain't, they had a huge barbecue. His family was huge, man. So, yo, my man had had wardrobe changes. First time I seen oh, him, he had, on, he had on like a lavender and a fedora, looking like, looking, look, looking like a, a army version of Joe Button. <laughs> then he like changed again. <laughs> but it was, it was cool, man. It was good time. That's when I posted that picture on Instagram, all the fireworks they had. Y'all dipped yeah, man, like, Y'all was lit out there. Man, he had literally like 12 boxes of fireworks and then all this other stuff. Man, I stayed around for like the first 30, 40 minutes, man. I, and then I and I bounced on, but I, I did that, man. And uh, what the heck, what did I do? So we took my pops out the other day because we just kept missing each other for Father's Day. So we went to a little bar, man, had some drinks, some food, man. So it was a good time. Man, what about you, brother? I dig that, man. I didn't really do too much uh, on the on the actual holiday. Just kind of chilled out around the crib, honestly, man. Uh, took my got my little guys out. We went to the little field, went to the park, threw the football around a little bit, walked down a couple of trails, and just kind of hung out on the actual holiday. Then I had a I had a little soiree, a little kid, little shindig, little kickback at my house uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah. uh, shout out to yeah, yeah, man. My pops came through, uh, you know, the, the the original bow tie fresh. You know, my stepmom came through, my, my, my sister, my cousin, you know, my brother. You know, we was all out there, you know. Uh, good friend, a good friend of mine, Britt, she came through. So, man, we just had a good time, man. Just everybody sat around and chilled, man. I had to broke out the uh, strawberry, lime, Jose Cuervo. And my step, my stepmom was like, yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to take a little bit. I had to send some sangria, too, and a couple other little things. My stepmom, she she took to the she took to the Jose Cuervo. Her her and my, and my friend Britt, they they took it back. So uh, we had a good little time, man. We played some cards against humanities, you know that's that sort of thing. But just kind of chill, man. I, I I enjoy low key stuff like that, man. Just real cool with my people, you know, family or friends or whatever. I'm not a real. Those are no both are fresh. I'm not real like lavish and out there and whatnot. I'm I'm just a little. Smooth, man. Smooth like butter, you know. Just real laid back, but we had a good little time, man. For real. Yeah, man. I, I'm still like they did something on the floor. The other way, I just chilled out, took some time off of work, so I go back. Unfortunately, tomorrow, but uh, it's only a three day yeah. work week, so I can't really trip too much, man. But uh, uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm off this whole week, man. Chilling, enjoying, yeah. enjoying life, man. Take my take my little guys to you know, take them to the uh, Newport Aquarium and, you know, maybe to Cincinnati Zoo and, you know, maybe a couple of little spots, just kind of a little something to do, a couple, a little, I guess you can call it a day trip, but, you know, it's a couple days trip. I'm going to spread it out a little bit, but that's about it, man. I, I did tell my little guy that uh, we, my, my oldest, my 10 year old, uh, we, we need to get out, we need to get to the movie theater and see Spider-Man before daddy got to go back to work. We still have not seen that. And, uh, He's been hyping about it, and my youngest, he's a huge Spider-Man fan, man. He he's watched that damn Into the Spider-Verse on Netflix like three times already. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have to get out to get out to see Spider-Man. But yeah, man, I'm just trying to enjoy and recharge for this week, bro. Real talk. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. But uh, hey, man. Hey, man. So man. I was gonna I was gonna say I'm gonna give a shout out to to one of our partners, man. You know, DJ Dave, aka Dave DP. Yeah, and he was out there repping the grown man ish podcast uh, over the, you know, I guess over the weekend or whatnot. He had a little gig or whatnot, whatever, and yeah, had one the merch of my, on and all that type of stuff, man. So definitely shout out to that for to that brother. Yeah, man, one of my uh, partners that I uh, went to um, high school with, he got he got married. I haven't seen him since high school, man. So it was a lot of people 
who were from, from LN and, you know, from other little surrounding areas went to the mm-hmm. wedding. Man, I was supposed to link up with my, the homie DJ Dave and we just missed each other. When I got his message, I was already at the crib, just got back to the crib. And I wasn't really trying to go back all the way back out to Fishers, man. But I definitely catch him on the next trip or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was having same thing. When I saw his message, I was already posted up, man. Posted up in the crib. I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing shit. I'm done. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, I just, when I saw his message, I just pulled in. I was like, yeah, I ain't going to the northwest side. I wouldn't really go back up to Fisher, man. But shout out to the homie Dave, man. And they had some crazy They had some crazy stuff on uh, Facebook. They had a, them boys had a fun time, man. So I ain't going to tell the story because it ain't my story to tell. But uh, I'll let DJ Dave tell it. And if you want to, you know, DP want to. To let tell the story, I will, because a lot of them cats I went to school with, man. But they, they, had, they had a very, very fun time, man. So, speaking oh, of shout, speaking of shout outs, man, shout out to Issa Ray, man. She got the new comedy sketch coming out on the Issa Ray, killing so, the game, man. Shout out to Issa, man. I, I still That's miss great seeing great the black excellence, man. I can't, I can't wait for this damn show, man. It looks like it's gonna be funny as hell. All them, all the cameos and stuff they had on there, man. I cannot wait for this show to come through. Yeah, man. Shout out to that. And shout out to the little homie, little Nas X. You know, he, he came out, you know, on, but that dude is getting ready yeah, to man. hit the bag. Oh, man. He, yeah, he, man. he worked that perfectly. To come out doing pride. Oh, man. Yeah. He's ready to get the bag. So shout out to yeah, that yeah. dude there. I was saying, not even, not even for getting the bag, man. You know, I definitely, definitely want to see him get the bag. But just shout out for that, for that young brother, you know, being himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck what y'all think or, you know, anybody else is out here still, you know, in that closed mind, frame, frame of mind or whatever. If, if that lifestyle ain't for you, you know, so be it. But that ain't mean you got you don't have to, like, try to go or, or, or go at people or, you know, shit on anybody else for what they do, man. So shout out for him for living his life, man, saying, you know, fuck the world. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to do, man. Definitely much love for that brother and support for that brother. And I hope he continue to thrive and, and definitely secure the bag. Yeah, so, you know, and it's a different time, man, because, you know, we're a little older I couldn't imagine, like, at 18, 19, like, like if one of our favorite rappers or whatever came out, I would be shocked. But it's a different time, man. So these cats are definitely more open with their flu with their sexuality, and they're not getting, you know, hammered like, you know, cats was when we were 18, 19 years old. Yeah. So, you know. Definitely definitely a good change of time. Still a lot of work to be done, but, you know, definitely good to, to see that change, man, and see people kind of evolve. And, you know, like I said, no matter what, it, no matter what you do or, or – what your walk of life is, whether it's your religion or sexual orientation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to live that. No one else has to. So be your authentic self, man, and just live your life to the best you can. Yeah. And then also, man, shout out to the to the homie. We're going to get to in the sports, but I want to talk about it early. Coco Golf. Coco made yeah. the quarterfinals at Wimbledon at 15. She lost, I think, today. But she still, lost today, yeah. Yeah, but to make that do that at 15, man, shout out to that yeah. sister, man. So. Definitely. And shout out to her. She, you know, she be one of her idols. You know what I mean? One of her yeah. childhood idols coming up, man. And, yeah, she, you know, was, she I know, was. I know that was a hell of a moment for her just to be able to accomplish something like that. To to, to get a win yeah. at a major, to get at a major like that is one thing, you know. But but to get a win against one of your childhood idols and you know see the support and love that she got, man, that's that's that's, that's black excellence, man. Loving it, all yeah, of it. Man. Well, we go from black excellence to talking about the the septic tank of society. And that would be and that would be y'all man's that that damn Trump news. That would be that would be the Donald, as the white person said to me when he got elected. The and, human uh, cesspool. Hey man, so did you see that Fourth of July parade? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I saw bits and pieces of it, man. I, I thought it was pretty funny how they had how they had the camera rolling. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, man, so it's almost like somebody said, get that camera out of here, man. Yeah. They cut that bad boy off real quick. quick. I said, uh oh. Donald must not like the, you know, must not like the fact that it, it was kind of a, a, a scant audience. What yeah, really was going on out there, man? It was raining, man. That just shows you just the, just the greatness of God. God was like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and throw a little rain on this parade. Stop this little trash. Literally. Event, man. <laughs> just, all we need now is like for that uh, straight man parade that they're having in Boston. Yo, they need to have the torrential downpour. Like, who wants to be around a whole bunch? That sounds like a sausage festival. And it don't sound oh. like no damn. You heard about, you heard about that? I have not heard about no, so that. they have because you know they have the pride parades going right. So these they're in Boston, yeah. they're having a heterosexual male parade. All right. 
Yeah, so. and we just we just march. They, they just march in to say, you know, hey, we're straight. You know, I mean, what like what's, see, what what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, so I, I just don't I just don't see anything fun about that. So hopefully they'll they'll get the same nasty weather doing that too, man. So uh, I thought it was I thought it was funny. I I don't know if I if I sent it to to you cats in our in our group chat or you know in our in our Twitter or whatnot. But did you guys see where Fox News went to a sports bar to show support for the women's uh, national team? And yeah. everybody in the sports bar started chanting "fuck Trump." Oh yeah, like, yeah, while, yeah, like while they were recording, man, they yeah. they had to clip the commercial quick. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> um, they they hate that cat, man. He's crazy, man. But speaking of that, so I'll just send this a little interesting. Thing. I was reading the Washington Post, and your man's been on the golf course two hundred and three times out of his two hundred seventy days as president. So you know he used to kill Obama for being on the golf course and traveling to Hawaii and on vacation. And 203 days out of 207. So you work, hey. in, so you work in, in, in a position like that where you deal with disciplinary actions. Like, do you think, like, Trump, like, calls in when he ain't coming to work like normal people? Like, you know, yo, I ain't coming in. He just don't show up. Like, he got the no call, no show. Oh, he's definitely not calling. He, the, his, his arrogance and pompous attitude, he definitely not calling nobody. He's just gonna be at the damn golf course. And they go, somebody be like, you know, hey, where the president at? I'm at the I'm at the course. I'm at the links. I'm yeah. on the links. On my I'll links. deal with you. I'll deal you when I I'll deal with you when I get back. He he ain't he he definitely has not called anybody or made anybody aware of what he's gonna do with the Secret Service. That's it. Yeah. That's a done deal. And you know he probably got his man's in the Secret Service, like one the one guy he trusts. You know you, you know like you go get the you go get you go get the McDonald's and the fillet of fish with the extra mayo and tartar sauce. <laughs> You know, I only trust. I, I trust. I trust you not to lick it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about nasty licking stuff later. Yeah. Hey, man. So what's up, man? You sent me some, man. Trump was upset at Fox News. Now Fox News was. Oh upset. yeah. Tell me. Yeah, man. He, he, he's 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 a little upset about that, man. He he went on a little bit of a Twitter rant about it too. He so I, I don't I don't know if he's had a little falling out with Fox News or not, but he said he he made the statement that that uh, Fox News is quote worse than fake news CNN an end quote. And then he turned around and, and was bashing them for quote, um, what, what did he say? Loading up with the Dems, end quote. I said, <laughs> I don't know what loading up with the Dems is. Like, what do you mean loading up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. So apparently he thinks everybody's out to get him or everybody, you know, is against him, which a lot of people dislike him. So, I mean, I guess he's right in that, in that regard, but he, he's turned on, he's turning on his own, on his own people or outlet, you know, so to speak, saying that, you know, they're ridiculous. He started going off about uh, what's the gentleman's name that, that lied about being a war hero or something like that. He blasted him. Like, you guys remember when, when he lied about this? Fox News is worse than fake news CNN. Now, I don't know. I, got, I found some more tweets, man. I should read them. Impossible to believe that Fox News has hired Don Brazil person fired by CNN after they tried to hide the bad facts and failed for giving crooked Hillary Clinton the questions to a debate. Something unimaginable. Now she all now she is all over Fox, including Chef Smith, by far <laughs> the lowest rate show. Watch the Fox News weekend daytime anchor who are terrible. Go after her big time. That's what they like, But it's sure you know, he was he's you could tell he was upset when he was tweeting him. <laughs> he's hot all the time, man. That dude, man, I guarantee you, dog. If I didn't have a job that was so closely aligned to political things, I would just want to tweet him just to see what he tweeted me back. Like, just say something sweet <laughs> to me. I know you. I know he, he probably, he's probably sending a Blackhawk to your spot. That's what he would yeah. do. Send a black <laughs> I got a, I got a drone out there for your nigger ass. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Just yeah, I bet you you catch him like you know you catch him on one. He done had a few you know a few few bottles or something, or maybe a quaalude or something. I'm sure my man gets super loose. Quaalude. Oh. Watching Fox News weekend anchors is worse than watching low rating fake news CNN or lying Brian Williams. Niggas make it sound like a wrestler. Remember, no, no, right? probably fabricated a war story trying to make himself the hero and got fired. <laughs> Very dishonest journalist and the cruel degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he went on a, Twitter, uh, a little Twitter tirade, man. He was pissed. Oh, man. This motherfucker is crazy. Yo, man. That's like, <laughs> just like, I can't even, can't even make this stuff up, man. He's so self-absorbed, man. Like oh, every, like every, everything has to revolve around him, man. You can be like, you know, I didn't cut the grass today. Oh, you didn't cut the grass because you yeah. knew I was going to drive by. Yeah. No, because I was tired, motherfucker. Like <laughs> it had nothing to do with you. 
Yeah, man, I was reading this weird in the, in the segue. I was reading this weird article talking about the man to send unsolicited, like you know, cock shots or like narcissists. And yo, my man doesn't no, my man doesn't look like one of them dudes that just sent a random, a random, you know, cock shot to somebody that wasn't expecting it. Like here, oh, here, here it is. This has the presidential seal of approval right here. There's the warrior. <laughs> <laughs> There's the true bald eagle. <laughs> Mac, Mac, true bald eagle. <laughs> wow, boy, man, it's crazy. But man, let's get to the mayo, bro. It's been a lot of mayo, man. The oh the, the people, the people of the unchosen people, man, of non melanin have been upset. So, man, first they mad about a black woman playing Ariel and the Little Mermaid. Bowtie, why why you think they so mad? Bro, I don't understand why they are so mad, man. Like it's it's be in the words of my my, my guy Ha Ha Davis, man. This is beyond me. Like mm. people have like literally there's there's like a petition going around to petition Disney against them uh, casting or against them uh, having uh, uh, Holly Bailey as as Ariel. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? The the stuff that people have been tweeting and and posting about about this, man, is is just ridiculous. Like you, you got to be kidding me, man! I, I, saw, I read a comment was that said something along the lines of, "Some, uh, how do you cast a person from a race of people that don't know how to swim?" And then somebody else, somebody else posted, "She's supposed to be a mermaid, but can she even get her hair wet?" Like, oh, like, are you kidding me? Like, y'all, are, y'all putting y'all are so mad from a damn Disney movie, from a from a young woman who's thriving, and shout out to Holly Bailey for for securing this bag and this role. I think she's gonna be. I think she's gonna do a hell of a damn job. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with people where y'all are just this damn upset? At this point, I'm like, just go ahead and make the whole damn cast black. Like, just, just man, we need oh, a black man. Ursula, and we need a black King Triton, and all that type of stuff, man. man. They are, they are upset, man. But no, but it's been more. You know, you think the mail was stopping. The mail has been like fully. I don't know if this was like the the Fourth of July, seventeen seventy six. We revel in American mail edition. Yo, they were mad about Nike not making the Betsy Ross Nikes. So oh, they they've been pissed at Nike though. But you know, think about it. So the Betsy Ross, the Betsy Ross, for those who know, she designed the first flag, the United States, right? And during that time, slavery was, you know, the love, the law of the land. So George Washington, the first president of the United States, I'm giving you a little history, had slaves. Tom Jefferson, and so on, so on. So you know, Colin Kaepernick said, "Hey, you probably shouldn't drop that because you know the 13th, you know, of the, the fact it was slavery." So Mikey agrees. Oh man, you had Ted Cruz. You had other people, and, and you know, and not to be self-absorbed, but the grown man is through a little Twitter that said, you know, because I'm like, he still got on there talking Jamel Hill, talking crazy. He had some trash sneaks and some trash jeans. I told him get the hell out of here. Them extra mayo threes. Yo, we got like twenty thousand impressions on, on on Twitter just from that man. So they've been out here wilding. Like, how the hell are you gonna talk about you only gonna wear Nikes no more, and you got on some beat 'em ups? You ain't had nothing to fly on. You had some like colored jeans on and some beat 'em ups. Man, the hell with that, man. What I mean, it's like that's just like they've just been like eating jars of mayo and this like the white outrage. It's, it's crazy, bro. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Did you see all this stuff going down? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm. It's it is flabbergasting, honestly. Like it's 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 beyond me, literally. Yeah. Like I don't understand it, and this isn't this isn't saying that 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 every uh, or or all white people feel this way. This this is geared toward that that certain demographic or that certain faction of individuals that that feel this way that are staunchly supporting you know the orange one and all that type of stuff. Like, come on, man! Like, get the hell out of here! Like your 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 privilege, your entitlement, all of that type of stuff. Get the fuck out of here! You're you're so you know inept, so unaware of what's going on around you, let alone you know in other cultures or anything like that. But you're just so unaware of what is going on around you, so self-absorbed that oh sc- screw you, Nike! I'm not. I'm gonna burn all Nikes and not wear. Do you think you hurt Nike? Not at all. You already like, really. Do you really think that you hurt Nike by saying, "Oh, I'm not going to do this"? All you're doing is making yourself look stupid. And then, like it's, you it's, know, it's, it's ridiculous, man. And like, and let's just be honest, like, dog, people who uh, rock some of their burning them Nikes, they wearing them trash Nikes anyway. They ain't wearing the, they ain't wearing the top shelf Nikes that's, that's pushing the, pushing the black <laughs> on Nike. They wearing them. Junk- I ain't seen no fly nets get burned. <laughs> man, I ain't seen nothing fly get burned, bro. That's like, you know, they. They ain't even getting the joints out the outlet. They are getting them bad boys. Like, oh, them, them, they are getting basically the Nike editions that are the premium spaldings, but the lowest of the Nikes. So I just don't, 
And then shout out to Spalding, because back in the day, yo, I had, yo, my grandma was in Jersey, man. She had me wear a pair of green and white Spaldings with glitter. Those are like my, my nice shoes. Then, like, for my play shoes, nigga, I was out there playing basketball on a pair of cleats. <laughs> so, trust me, I know <laughs> trash kicks. And I damn sure wouldn't, yeah, man, I was in some McGregor's. <laughs> Damn. Cleats, yeah, nigga. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, trust me, I know how it is has some trash-ass kicks, man. But, yeah, these, these is grown people, man. But I was talking to the homie Nick, man. He, shout out to the homie Nick. You know, we was talking about it. And he works at a job. He's like, yo, he, he tweeted like, yo, I don't understand how it's hot and muggy as hell in this factory and people don't wash their legs. And then he's like, yo, the homie came up to him and said he don't need to take a damn bath or shower. He can just go get in the pool instead of taking a bath or shower. Ew. <laughs> like, yo. And then I read I the thing about. My man said the chlorine going to get it, huh? Yeah. And then I read something how the fecal matter stays in the pool for like three or four days. So, okay, that's disgusting. That's man, like, like I said, the I don't need that. I, I was at the I was at the pool for four and a half hours today. It is now. Now I'm starting to itch <laughs> just thinking about hey, it. Hey man, just like I said, brother, stay woke, and that's just <laughs> so, like I said. The mail has been extremely thick this week. It's been awful funny. I mean, I've definitely got some some laughs on it, and definitely the grown man's Twitter has definitely got a lot of impressions on people being upset. But you know. The mail, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, it's just been great for content, man. So shout out to the damn mayo, man, for them people indulging themselves and not showering, burning up their trash Nikes and being upset about a, a mermaid. Not a historical person, a mermaid. <laughs> so yeah, shout out, shout yeah. Out to them, All right, Bo So we're going to get to the Twizzler, man. And I want you to talk about Christopher Cooker. Is that his name? Cooker. Cooker. I got yeah. Cooker, Cucker. I don't know. Cuckold. Whatever the hell his Cocker, name is. Cucker, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Like this. So this gentleman, I, I could from the story, it, the the two stories that I read, or I shouldn't say the two stories, the two outlets that I read the story on, did not identify, like didn't state where it was at. But uh, Mr. Cooker, aka Mr. Cuckold, called the police on a young black man that was waiting for his friend to come and pick him up, uh, so 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 that they could leave. So Mr. Cooker approaches, or whatever the hell you pronounce his name, he approaches this man, this young black male, and it's like, well, what's your name and what's your friend's name? I need to, I need to verify this. Well, number one, who the hell are you just to walk up to somebody yeah. and be like, I need, I need to verify who your friend is and so forth. Who the hell do you think you are? Again, the privilege, the entitlement, the audacity, <laughs> the nerve. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, where does this come from? So the, the, black, the, the young man is like, you know, I'm not telling you shit. Go away. Leave me alone. But in the midst of all of this, so so the so Mr. Cooper is like, oh, I'm calling the police. I'm calling 911. So he dials 911. So as he's doing that, you hear this man's child, Mr. Cooper's child, in the video saying, Daddy, please don't call the police. Don't call them. Let's just go. Don't call the police. So you have a child that has more damn common sense than you, than you would ever have, obviously. Your own damn child is like, yo, let's leave. Like, you, you idiot. Let's go. There's no need for this. In so many words, or should I say so yeah. less words, I, I, I'm saying, you know, putting my, my, my take on what the kid is saying. But the kid is like, Daddy, please don't call the police. Daddy, let's go. But yet he still calls the police. In the midst of the time where he's calling 911 and talking to the police, the black man's friend arrives. They, you know, they proceed to leave. So, like, you just out here making yourself look stupid. What, what gives you the damn audacity? What, what makes you feel like you could just approach some random person and say, I need to verify why you're here? Fuck you and the horse you rode in on and the casket you're going to go out in. Like, yeah. the audacity, man. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I saw that earlier, man, but, but I, and this actually segues into the next in the next thing we want to discuss. So, both like, go ahead and give Chris, Christopher Cocker or Cooper the Twizzler. Oh, man, Mr. 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 Cuckle can get that, that used Twizzler. That's what he can get. And since he's Mr. Cooker slash Cuckle, he can get, he can get that used Twizzler. Twizzler, one that's been already been licked on and chewed on and sat on, he can get yeah. that bad boy rehashed. That's what he can get. And then yeah. take a dip in the pool with it. Yeah. And this next Twizzler <laughs> is um, this was this was sad, man. I read this on the root. So Michael Paul Adams, he gets to Twizzler. He killed a 17 year old teenager, and I I can't remember the kid, the young man's first name, so I don't want to say it. The kid was the young man that just got off work. I think he went to go see his girlfriend. He's playing rap music. So Michael Paul Adams, this coward, slices, slits his throat because he said the rap music made him feel, him and his community feel scared. You know, so now he kills the young man, 17 years old. 
by being a coward, slitting his throat from behind. And he's saying yeah. and now he's trying now he's trying to say insanity. And but he's been locked up before for like fighting a correctional officer and other things. So so I don't think the insanity thing is gonna work. So um rest in peace to this young man. But Michael Paul Adams, when I seen this, bro, I was just yeah, like ass, I was like shocked. I'm hurt. I'm like, that could have been us. We were like, dog, anybody just playing some music. We can't just beat you. And Right. He get the worst of all tools was like if you know what was that Sonic the Hedgehog when they had like if you jump over you missed it you jump on some spikes that was that Sonic yeah yeah he can sit he back that guy on Sonic. He, can, he can hang from the Twizzler and let that mug break and is then fall on the spikes and die and spend the rest of his life in prison in hell the way he did that and a coward at that you killed a, a child over right. some music. so that was some music yeah like a child is peacefully listening to his own damn music. And you cowardly go and kill it and end this young man's life. So that's that. I mean, I know a lot of times we laugh at that, but also we like to try to educate and entertain on the show. And then I, I, you know, this isn't something I've seen a lot of on the news outlets. So I really wanted to bring this up on the show. But you know, he's just, he's despicable. Like we, we've despicable had a lot of, vibe. we've had a lot of, he's the, worst, the, he's the lowest he's form of, yeah, a waste of goddamn flesh. That's what he is. He's the lowest form of being, period. Yeah, so, but switching to something else, it's a little bit more, it's not really funny, but it's something more, definitely a lighter thing. Yo, man, these people been out here wilding, dog, licking ice cream, drinking mouthwash. I seen somebody drink oh, a Pepsi and put it back. Yeah. Like, somebody, I, saw, I saw the lady drink two Pepsis and put it back. I, the, the guy that switched the, switched the mouthwash around his mouth and put it back on the damn shelf. Of course, a little ice cream liquor. I saw the, I think it was, it was somewhere in Georgia. I don't know if it was Atlanta or not. But uh, a group of individuals shut down a damn highway just so they could do donuts in the middle of the damn highway. Like they had cars mm. stop and like kind of, you know, catacorn parked. And you just had idiots just doing donuts in the middle of the damn highway. And it's just like, what, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, are you that deprived of attention that you just going out doing dumb shit just so people can say, hey, look at this. Or so you can go viral or get clout or whatever. Because honestly, a lot of these people are getting the, the wrong type of clout. I know that they're saying that, that the little ice cream chick is supposed to be facing like 20 years in prison or something. Yeah. Then, she changed her, then she changed her story up and was like, no, I bought it. It was staged. And people ain't buying that. I know that the, the, they found the, the, uh, the lady that was doing the, the Pepsi and some other drink. They found her. She could be facing some time. You, you know, the idiots that, that's doing the, they shut the damn highway down doing the donuts and stuff, they, they all dispersed once they, once they saw them, heard them cherries and berries coming. But they'd be the first one that's like, oh, well, you know, why is this happening? Or what? Come on, man, you're doing ignorant stuff. Just, just so you can say, hey, look at this, or I can get some likes or some clout or whatever the hell. Like, it, are you that deprived of attention? Like, that's what I say. Like, that, that's my question. Like, what in the hell is wrong with y'all? Yeah, it's crazy to do. I mean, I've mean, done a lot of stupid. We did a lot of stupid stuff when we were teenagers, but yeah, I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to get. I wasn't trying to go to the clink for nothing because I already knew. Right. I already knew what that what that out that outcome was gonna be, and I was gonna be me taking an ass whooping and getting in a whole bunch of trouble. Yeah. And, you know, for some for something stupid. So. I mean, but like, but like you said, we done we done. Everybody has done dumb things as a, as a child or adolescent or you know when in your younger years. I mean, what you know. Bowtie Fresh took the wig off of a damn mannequin and threw it across at Lazarus here <laughs> at Lafayette Square. Yeah. That's the type of dumb shit that we did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not licking no damn ice cream and putting it back, and you know somebody might get it. Who knows? Like, like why in the hell would you do that? And I'm damn sure not videotaping the dumb shit that I'm doing so there could be evidence. Yeah, like you just you just then, dumb all the way around. And to take that into you know to make the also the point we also didn't have those those means when we were seventeen eighteen years old. So no, it was no, it's just I mean I wouldn't because I ain't trying to have my mama saw it. I know my mama found out everything. Well, most oh of man, she didn't find out. She still don't know about it. She don't need to know about. It. But still, <laughs> I ain't trying to you know I just wasn't gonna try to get myself caught up like that, man. So it, it's crazy, man. It's just it's just a totally different environment, and I know it's just. That the whole lights and everything is get is get addicting to people. So, and they're young, and I don't know. This is man, the, man, the, the 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 chick that drank out of the damn Pepsi. She she looked like she was a smooth 28, 29 years old. That slag didn't look like she was no damn young. 
I'm sorry. Man. She 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 looked like she didn't got put out of a couple apartments already. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you yeah. you wasn't you wasn't she wasn't no 19, 17, 18, 19 years old. But still, nonetheless, like find something to do with your time. Be productive. You know what I mean? If you if you need attention, like go volunteer at like a local boys and girls club. Them kids will look up to you. And they will give you the attention that you're seeking because they're like, oh, this is the older person. They took some time to come here. Like, yeah, there's so many things that you can do if you need attention or want attention. or Just, just dumb shit is just ridiculous, man. And, and those that know Bowtie Fresh, I have a low tolerance for ignorance. And this, this just kind of sends me down that spiraling damn rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. He definitely got his, you know, all the listings. He got his hands on the tip now. And he didn't, he didn't move. He didn't took his dress shirt out and shook his head. <laughs> and told him that he's disappointed with the young black youth and the young youth of America. But real talk, that's just, this is just stupid. And y'all all deserve yeah. the Twizzle for being dumb as hell. So hell yeah. We'll learn these life lessons and not do no dumb ass shit. So all y'all weirdos get the Twizzler, man. So hey, let's, let's get the sport. Let's get the sports, bro. So it was, you know, woke NBA's up. NBA's been wild. Woke up Saturday morning. Now all these text messages. I was like, you know, I dozed off. Like, oh, Scott was working on some, like, romantic merch stuff. Like, oh, okay. It's like, what's so I was like, Paul George, Kawhi. I was like, what are they talking about? So then I see, so I look on ESPN. I was like, oh, okay. The Clippers got, got Kawhi. Oh, and they got Paul George. Okay. So how how surprised were you that the, that the Clippers got Paul George? Because the Kawhi thing, I knew they had a chance because he was a free agent. But how surprised were you the Clippers because they were able to pull both? Uh, I guess I, I was surprised from the sense of like, damn, you know, they, they done that. But not surprised from the perspective of I think that, that Jerry West and the Clippers were are looking to they – were, they were looking to make a huge splash. And I think that they, were, they had the means. That obviously, they had the draft picks. But they, they, they've got some talent on that team to move too. Which they, they moved some of it. And I think that they were like, look – Whatever it takes to get Kawhi and keep him from going to the Lakers, that's what we're going to do. But I know that, that Kawhi had I, – I didn't know it was Paul George, but I knew that he wanted to play with another, you know, marquee player, so to speak. Um, and, he, and, it, and it happened. He got it. So, I mean, I, I was surprised that it ended up being Paul George, but at the same time, I was not surprised from the perspective of I thought – I thought, and, and obviously they did. I thought the Clippers were going to do whatever it took to get Kawhi. So, that's just kind of where I landed. Yeah, I, I mean, I was definitely surprised uh, at that. And then, you know, and I know I was talking to my pops about this the other day. He was like, yo, I wouldn't have gave him PG. And, you know, it was just like, hey, because, like, what are we – I mean, I know they got the draft picks and everything, but, I mean, unless unless you unless you get some – unless you traded some teams that get some really good picks, you see Boston House picks, and what do they turn out? What do they get to a conference finals? So, yeah. I, I think if I would have – if I'm gonna trade PG, I think I would have wanted a little bit more than this to draft picks and uh the dude Alexander Gilchrist, Gilchrist Alexander, whatever his name is. He's a good player. Yeah. I just think I'm not gonna acquiesce. I think they got thing. Gallinari too. Danilo, yeah. Danilo Gallinari. I think they yeah. got him too. Okay. He's not not bad. Yeah, not bad. Solid role guy. Yeah, not a marquee guy. Okay. You know, it's just like especially because Paul still had a couple years left on his contract, man. So how do you think the people in Oklahoma City gonna treat Paul when he come back? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they go, they'll probably there'll be some people that are spurned, of course. But I, to me, it just seemed like one of them things where the Clippers were like, look, this is what it takes for us to get Kawhi, and we going for him. And the Clippers felt – I mean, the, the, the Thunder kind of felt like, I'm assuming, felt like, well, shit, we're going to get these draft picks. There was already talk even before that trade went down, I, because the reports are coming out, that even before this went down, the, the OKC were in talks of trading both Paul George and Westbrook. So they probably were in the frame of mind like, crap, you know, our window's closing. You know what I mean? We, we had some good runs. Now it's time to, you know, break it up and start all over. So maybe they were like, shit, here's, here's the best way we can do it. So, I mean, I, I think that at the, at the end of the day, I think that the, the OKC fans are going to be like, well, you know, I, I can't say that he made a spectacle of it. I can't say that Paul George drove it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know that, but – it doesn't seem that way. So, I mean, I don't think that they'll have too much animosity, but I think that they'll feel a little spurned just because him and him and Westbrook were a good tandem last year. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I just it'll, – it'll be interesting, man, to see. Like, you know, I, I definitely think if I was Toronto, I wouldn't have made that trade, give up Siakam because, you know, you do all that, and then Kawhi still said he wanted to go home. And you can say, oh, great place and everything, but somebody got in their mind they want to go home. You ain't beating that, so – you know, and plus, going home, baby. 
tough. You know Paul George right behind them too, boy. If they Puffy and Mace, we know who's Puffy. We damn sure know who's Mace. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, I'm sure like, you know how on the uh, butter rim when Boogaloo was driving the car for Tupac when uh, for Birdie when they went to the to the shootout and he pulled up in there and then he was like, you know, and he's making sure that the the book that Bernie got out the Bernie got out the car and he wasn't nobody messing with him. That's PG and and, and Kawhi's Bernie man, because you know PG's like that. Well, PG probably talking to Kawhi like Kawhi the big homie, like he like thirty five or something like that. Hey man, tell me how to be a champion. How how can I be a man? How can I take care of my family? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, man. So, you sound you sound like old dude from Class X. I thought you were gonna play with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> can we go to the marathon store, Kawhi? Please. <laughs> Just talk. I know you knew Nipsey. Tell me about him. You know, this is, it seems like PG's that type of cat, man. Just like I never want to be number one. I always be number two, and that's fine. Cause you know, you know, Kawhi, like, yo, this is my team, baby. Yeah, you right, Kawhi. You right. We doing this LA style. <laughs> Yeah, just, I don't know, man. It's just PG's is a sucker to me, man. Especially after they did that thing last year. They, he was like, yo, if y'all have me, I'll come back. <laughs> and then, like, a year to the day, he wanted out. That's crazy. Um, but shout out to the Clippers, man. So, you know, your, 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 guy, your, your guy, Patrick Beverly, you know, he's re- he, he is ready and primed and willing to, to just get things turned up. Oh, uh, yeah, he was at the you, summer league, and he didn't you even saw, you saw, you saw try, to, try to shake him up. <laughs> he didn't even look eye to eye. Hey, man, Patrick Beverly's a whole other type of cat. I don't, I don't, I don't play around with no dude look like he plays ball in jeans and lug boots. That's a, that's a totally, <laughs> that's a totally different ball game, dog. It's definitely like that. I seen a dude hooping at the gym with jeans on the other day. On the boys right now, they'll pull the full. You know, Patrick Beverly's probably the type of, like, I got these jeans on, but I keep basketball shorts underneath. Like, we still in, like, high school. And he definitely looks like he'll play in some lug boots. Yeah. I'm yeah, he, he he definitely is very much. I'm I'm a I'm a high school mentality type of cat. Yeah, man, I know Bowtie doesn't like. He doesn't like trash talk or anything. He likes to likes to he likes to trash talking. Is, trash talking is fine. It's just yeah. again, Bowtie Fresh has a low tolerance for ignorance. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Patrick Beverly will be is is a when he actually is playing basketball, and I think he's a hell of a defender. He's got he's got decent court vision, but he has a knack for the ball. It's the other dumbass shit that he's always doing. <laughs> That's oh, annoying. So he's gonna say so he's gonna basically shut your bulls down. They got the best three def- they got the best wing defenders in the league. So yeah, he, they do. They I, I, I give him that. Him at the point, you know, Kawhi and PG, yeah, they've got some great defense. Hopefully, I would like to see them, you know, contend and push and actually play some basketball. And hopefully the dumbass shit just stays out of it. Yeah, like I said, bro, to go ahead and represent them, man. Don't sit back, no try, no for no hard fouls, no anything. You help a guy up, you have sportsmanship, and you you nod his head, smack on the button, say good chance, and go run down the court with no emotion. That's the whole <laughs> top fresh way, y'all. But hey, man, yeah, let me yeah. ask you, nah, that's like, man, just be honest, man. You don't like, you don't like none of that that, that talk. Man. Ain't nothing wrong with it, you know. Just, uh, like I said, the, the the trash talking and all that stuff is fine. It's it's all the again, all the extra stuff. I don't care who it is. I'm a Bulls fan. Joe Kim Noah used to do that, that dumbass shit all the time. I, I was a Joe Kim Noah fan, except when he was doing the dumbass shit on the court. Do you not – this whole tough guy thing or whatever, are we playing basketball or, or are, we, are we wrestling? Are we going to try to fight? Like, that's my thing. I, I don't really give a two drops of squirrel piss Damn. how tough you are. Let's, let's play basketball. This nigga, <laughs> talk, this nigga talking like Duncan Penderhues. You know, he got to get his words together, get so upset. I, I, you know, Blake Brown and – Hey, he was coming on like Blade was at the damn comedy club. It's all good, man. You know, some of us like, you know, I respect a guy like Patrick Beverly because he got to do something getting Durant. Hey, Kevin Durant's one of the best players ever. And Patrick Beverly's like 6-1. No, you got to do whatever it takes to win. So I respect that. Hell, I wish Patrick Beverly played for the Pacers. But, you know, I know they gonna they got some dogs. Like Montreal Harrell's a dog. Kawhi's a dog. Uh, PG's a kitten. So they got a nice little team, man. So yeah, Montrez is nice. I've I've been watching him play in, in their little pickup games and different little spots. Man, he's been killing it. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a dog. Now, let me ask you this: Where do you think Russ is going to end up? You know, Russ is gone. Yeah, I I, I, I was chatting about this uh, on Twitter with with the homie uh, uh, Xavier. Um, I, I initially said I said I think that Miami would be a good spot for him. See Pat Riley trying to pull some springs, some springs, some strings to team him up with Jimmy. Um, you know, maybe especially if they can keep Justice Winslow 
they <clears throat> excuse me they, they would have like a nice little young squad they got bam at a bio down there i think i think that that would be a good spot for him it, it'll allow him to be his eccentric self you know down in miami you know J- jimmy will take all the heat you know russell russell be that guy that you know he'll he'll get a little flack but russ is gonna take the heat because you gotta think russ been taking the heat for what ten years now? Yeah, yeah. yeah Russ, 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 like this. Russ is, is the bigger star. Russ is gonna take. The heat. You know, I don't know. I don't think See, the reason. The reason. The reason I said I think that Jimmy will take the heat is because a lot of people associate turmoil with Jimmy. So I think that if anything's not going right or something going on in the locker room or anything like that, they're going to associate it with Jimmy and not necessarily Russ. I think Russ will get a lot of the. He'll get some heat. But I just, in my opinion, I think that people will associate anything that doesn't go right. If Russ goes there, they'll associate it with Jimmy as opposed to Russ. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited about all the stuff, man. So let's. I definitely, I definitely hope uh, Russ goes somewhere in the East, though. I would like to see him go somewhere in the East. Um, I don't know, I don't know what pieces um, the Magic have. I wouldn't mind seeing him with the Orlando Magic if they're able to have Russ and and keep uh, Aaron Gordon. And um, oh, I can't I can't think of the, the the little young point guard. He's a tall point guard. Damn. Um, but they would have. I think Russ would be a nice little addition for for them to go down there. Yeah, too. Russ ain't going no damn. He didn't been in Oklahoma City, bro. He ain't <laughs> trade me. You ain't trade me no damn Orlando. You send you send. If I didn't been loyal and I didn't went to these these times and everybody else didn't left, you send me to where? I, are you gonna send me to Miami? At least I know Pat Riley's in there. Spoelstra than one. We got another elite player there. Nah, you. You gonna have Russ out. You gonna have Russ out there. You know, playing his winning years, playing for the Magic. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You think nah, you, nah. you think uh, you think that they were, that the, the Lakers can have a little play in trying to swing Russ? Nah, they ain't got them. Nah, they got they got nothing. They got no get more. They ain't got no more money, and they don't have any more. You know, they don't have anything else they really can to, to offer. They gave up all the draft picks. They don't have any young. The only young guy you have is Kuzma. Nah, you don't. It's something like that, man. Russ just need to go to Miami or something like that. And that'd be, I think him and Jimmy would be a good little duo. Definitely they win about 45, 50 games. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, man, let me ask you this, man. So, we, we kind of talked about tandems. As of now, who do you think is the best tandem in the NBA? The best tandem? Oh, man. And we talking about current in there. We ain't talking about history. Current, 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 current cats. Um, yeah. It's hard to bet against if if are we saying Durant's healthy? Well, Durant, just, play, Durant ain't playing, so I I take him uh, out because he's not playing. He's out for this year. Okay, so if if I'm gonna say the best tandem, I'm probably gonna have to put AD and LeBron up there, um, just just because of the dynamicness. I know everybody's like, oh, LeBron's getting older, blah blah blah. Now LeBron, LeBron still is still a goddamn beast. Um, so I would probably, in my opinion, I'd probably say AD and LeBron. Um, the way Paul George performed, and if he stays healthy, I, I think that him and Kawhi could be probably a very, very, very close second. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Paul George had double shoulder surgery, so I don't know if he's going to be healthy coming into the season, but that's a lot. Take him somebody yeah. who's had shoulder surgery. I was out for like yeah. eight months, and I wasn't doing anything athletic but doing but doing rehab stuff. So I couldn't imagine, like, having double and we going through all that stuff. But I still, like you said, I'm going with A.D. and LeBron. I mean, I know that Father Time has his way of his guy dropping off a cliff, but I think LeBron, the way he sees the court and knows mm-hmm. the game and everything else and gets to his spots, that he's very efficient now, that he'll still be able to get buckets and set everybody else up, man. So I'm going with them, man. So let me, let's go ahead and ask let me, you. Let me, let me ask you about – let me ask you what – since we're on, on tandems, this is, this is a young <clears> – <throat> excuse me, a young tandem. But – what do you think about? And of, of course, I, I should say young, but they they are fairly young. They they made a playoff push. But what do you think about that Simmons and B tandem? Do you think that they turn a corner this year coming up? Not if Simmons can't shoot. If you can't, I mean, there's not. I mean, right now that Philly's gonna be able to d you up because because Ben Simmons Ben Ben Simmons is elite, a plus defender, and B's a plus defender. Horford's a, a plus defender. You know, Tobias Harris man, and then Josh Richardson's a pretty good defender. But in the playoffs, the court shrinks. Yeah. And ben yeah, Simmons, yeah. not only he can't shoot, he refuses to shoot. He's you know unwilling make, to, yeah. So you don't make the defense honest. So, and I think them dudes, too, got two big egos. I don't think I don't think that's going to last. Because one of them, because Embiid feels like it's his team. Ben has got the big, got the big extension. He thinks it's his team. I think, honestly, that 
that's not going to last. I don't see them playing, both playing out their contract together or being successful. So, I mean, I think they're good individual players. I think Ben Simmons has to be surrounded by one guy who can get his own shot and shooters. Not, yeah. not, not a big guy in the paint because because he just refuses to shoot. Now, if he now if he becomes a shooter, or even even he becomes an average shooter, then that's just a game changer. But nah, I don't I don't see them. They actually they get to the conference final, but they ain't winning nothing because you know yeah. can't can't do anything. I agree with that. Yeah, man. So let me uh, so let me ask you this, man. You've been watching summer league. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, why the homie Zion take the ball from from a Kevin Knox like that? <laughs> man, he straight bullied him. Hey. Give me this damn shit. Hey, Zion, <laughs> Zion already looked like Wedge from a uh, from from a class act. You know, he just you know he just took the ball away from him, made him fall on the ground and dunk. Man, that's crazy. Right. But they yeah, been he straight bullied him. They've been killing the boy. Uh, what's his name for the Knicks? R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, yeah. Him. I don't, and I don't understand it at all. I'm like, it's number one, like, it's, it, it, it's number one, it's summer league. Number two, that's, this is only his second quote-unquote NBA game. Number three, y'all expected this man just to be, you know, we, we immediately going to be a championship contenders off of R.J. Barrett as a rookie. Like, like the expectations of Knicks fans or individuals, you know, that, that are dogging him is like, man, what? What are your expectations? Like, come on. This is this dude's literally his second. I know summer league is NBA, yes. But I mean, like, it's not like a real NBA game. This isn't regular season. This is this dude's second summer league game. And y'all like already just like crucifying the cat, man. Like, damn. No wonder nobody wants to come play for y'all. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm like, damn, dog, give me some time. You yeah, know, so, and then you know, and then let, him, also, let, like, let him learn the speed of the NBA. And you playing with guys who like, yo, they you playing with guys who won't be there in in October, and it's yeah. you know, no one knows each other. You ain't playing with your real head coach. Hell, they think I probably can get out there and coach the summer league, just throwing some sweat right. and some sweats with the polo shirt and some snakes. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and shout out to old gym teacher. He used to wear that too, man. And all the damn time. He wore the, the squishy windbreakers, man, all the damn time. <laughs> hey, man. Shout, shout out to an OG here in, that, in, the, in the NAP, nigga Gene Akers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to him, man. He's also a, a, a windbreaker all-star, man. Ain't nothing, Hell yeah, ain't nothing man. more ill than having a, the damn windbreaker with the squishies. Hell yeah. yeah. They've been killing RJ, but, you know, man, it's just one of those things. Like, I knew Romeo Langford was going to play. I knew John Morant's gonna play. wasn't gonna play. The Pacers was getting getting handled, but only like two dudes is gonna be on the roster. So, you know, yeah. one game, okay, the other one's kind of like, eh. You know, you just don't, you just don't know. Yeah, I've I've been liking what I'm seeing from from my Bulls too. You know, Kobe White, Carolina native. I mean, I shouldn't say Carolina native, but Carolina alum or whatnot. He's been balling. You know, he's had two good games. I've, I've been surprised by Gafford, though. Like, he's really been, yeah. like, doing this damn thing. I lost him so, in Arkansas. He had a nice little game. Yeah, yeah, man. He's he's actually been surprising. I, I really hope and anticipate him making the damn roster, man, because he's been, he's been balling. Man. He's been showing some tenacity out there. He's running the floor well, but, like, his awareness, he doesn't look lost. You know what I mean? Like a lot of cats do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I'm encouraged by that as a Bulls fan for sure. You gotta be encouraged by something. Y'all suck. You know, hopefully, this will make you feel better, man. Go ahead. You'll be running. You'll be running back that summer league highlights by the time y'all season's over, and that's when the that's when the leaves turn brown. But uh, hey, man, let me ask you this, bro. Hey, man. So no, I shouldn't say. Let me ask you this, man. We got we didn't shout out the women's national team for winning that fourth World Cup, man. Hell yeah, man! Shout out to them, man. For real, for real. Uh, you know, you know, both our first love some goddamn soccer. I didn't caught as many games as I possibly could, both U.S. and you know, U.S. games and non-U.S. games. But man, definitely a shout out to the damn women's U.S. national team. Man, honestly, I think our women's U.S. national team need to start talking a little bit of shit to to the men's team because our men's team is sucking donkey dick, oh, man. Like this, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> man, like, man, come shit. on, man. Amen. But yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely shout out to the women's national team. Shout out for to, to them for not only their, their excellence on the field, shout out to uh, all of them for doing their thing off the field, the various causes and initiatives that they are involved in, very vocal in a lot of platforms. So definitely shout out and support for them in every way possible, man. And pay them, pay them women they damn money. 
Hell, matter of fact, they need to swap the daggone, you know, the swap the daggone salaries, man. Because them women have earned that damn that damn money. Earned it far more than the men's national team has. I mean, let me say this, man. Did you know that Trumpito actually thought that Megan's at Ragno? Rapno, is that her name? Rapino. Mm-hmm. You know Rapino. that he, I think he thought that she was black. Remember he was tweeting at her? He was talking about black unemployment out of all time because she said they weren't going to go to the White House. And dumbass thought that she was black because he kept talking about black unemployment at an all-time high. He's passed right. justice reform. So <laughs> it's just like he's so stupid. He don't even know who he's – because when he first tweeted it, he tweeted the wrong person. <laughs> Then he had to delete that and then found find the right person. He's talking all this stuff like she's black and she's not. So, yeah, but shout out to the women. They kicking ass. And I also like they swagged out. You know, you see they was they won't hit that goal. And, and, and uh, she, she uh, one of them, like, start sipping tea. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love Trey. Hey, they, yeah, man. Hell, yeah. They, nigga, they, they, they play hard. They celebrate hard, man. That, they, 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 that women's team is the real damn deal. For real. Period. All right, man. So let's get let's get the entertainment, man. So you know, you said you had the family function at your crib, man. So what's a couple songs in your playlist when y'all having a family function? Oh shoot, man. Normally I throw on my basement party playlist, man. My basement party playlist has has everything from from rock to R and B to soul to. You well, let's know, give me a couple songs. Let's right? get let's get the song to get the Harris family going. Let's give me a couple songs. Uh, a couple songs. Uh, definitely have the Cupid Shuffle and Wobble out there. Hmm. Um, definitely have celebration out there. Uh, what else do I normally play? Um, um, I play I play that trouble funk. Let's get small. Yeah. Let's get small. <laughs> um, what else gets us higher, man? Um, uh, I guess you could say some some newer music or whatever. It gets it gets both my sons hype and <laughs> my brother. That damn nonstop by Drake. That gets it going, especially yeah. by when I when I have it going on the on the big screen or whatnot with the with the theater stuff going on and, and the stuff. But man, that's it. I'd probably say them five songs right now. At least that's what got us hyped, you know, yesterday <laughs> when we were playing or you know, the other day. Yeah, like I, my sister's phone. What about yourself, man? We had the R and B going on one side and it was the rap on the other, so you know, when it comes to our family, man, those who know my family, we are very, you know, we love to have fun and we like to party. We like to have our cocktails and spirits and everything else, man. So as soon as the, as soon as the music hits, it don't matter. You know, folks going to be up there dancing, bobbing their, bobbing their head. And if my niece is involved, she's three, uh, she's going to give you the Beyonce. Yo, she, I, had her the other, <laughs> I had her the other week. Yo, she hit me with this. She told me she slays and told me, boy, bye. Like, she knows all the choreography <laughs> to Homecoming. So hilarious. Yeah, yo, she gets it. She is so serious, man. So she coming out. I'm gonna watch Beyonce. So she'll watch the whole homecoming thing. And you know, so she That's she, what's up, man. Love she, the kids, man. Kids doing their daggone thing is hilarious. My sister said that she had to tell her you can't say bow down, bitches. So, you know, she was saying, <laughs> bow down, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a trip. Hilarious. Hey man, so let me ask you this, man. I know you're a big J. Cole fan. Have you checked out that Dreamville album? I have not made it all the way through. So I'm probably about five songs in. So, but I, I, I will be by the time we record the next episode, which is probably gonna be later this week. Um, I my, my goal is to have listened to the entire Dreamville album, but I'm I'm about five songs in right now. Out of the five that I've heard, um, I really like that Lambo truck. I think it's I think it's uh, childish major on there, I believe. Um, I've always been a JID fan or, or Jid or whatever, but I, I just say JID. I've always been a fan of his. Um, I can't think of it's, it's him, Cole, and somebody else. It's like either the second or third song on there. Um, I think it's called Down Bad or something like that. Um, I like that cut too. Yeah, I've listened. But, to, like I, I said, listened. I, I'm, about, I'm about five songs in. What about yourself? I haven't listened to all of it. I like JID. Some of them guys, I just don't know who they are, so it's kind of hard for me to get into them. Like, I don't know who you are. I'm not like J Cole, but I'm not like I'm not like a lot of people. I ain't, that ain't like the number one thing I'm going to on, on my playlist. But I like the song. I like the, the song he got with the baby. Of course, I don't count Middle Child. I already heard that. I like the stuff yeah. with JID. I like Ari. The song with Ari Lennox. I just I haven't got it. I mean, I heard the song with JID and Ti is pretty decent. Uh, I just haven't uh, gotten around all of it because there's a lot of them dudes. I just don't know who they are, so it's kind of like I'm not as motivated to listen because I'm like I don't I'm not having have a best interest because I don't know your voice. 
I don't know your story. I don't know your rap. So it's hard to get into it because I just don't know who they are. Not a big, I'm not the Dreamville. I like J. Cole, but I'm not like the, oh, man, Dreamville is like shutting the game down. It's like, I like J.I.D. and I like Ari Munich, So, But, yeah, man, shout out, shout out to them. Yeah, man, no doubt. No doubt, bro. Hey, right, man. So, definitely, man. definitely a big, definitely a big J. Cole fan. Yeah, those are no bow tie fresh. I, I always rock. I've always rocked with J. Cole. So, uh, like I said, by the time I listen to, or by the time we record, I should have listened to the rest of the album in its totality. Yeah, man. So let me, uh, so let me get this, man. This is kind of what ended off like this, man. So I was looking at the throwback albums, man. I didn't find too much rap, but I did find one of my best R&B albums. It really started, hope start the neo soul. And that was that D'Angelo Brown Sugar, one of my favorite albums of all time. That mother turned right, right, right. one in four couple days ago man so i mean that's like that i, I put matter of fact i was listening to that the other day it's just i, I love that album man so yeah man man that that daggone jones and my bones song <laughs> that was my joint yeah. man jones and my bones of course of course brown sugar and lady but i was probably say jones and my bones outside of the you know the, the mainstream track that was yeah. probably my favorite cut off of that yeah, I like tire. I like shit, damn motherfucker. Uh, I, I like the whole, the whole, the whole thing, man. So yeah. definitely, as I mean, I'm one of the people that I like D'Angelo, but as he's getting older, I can't understand. Like this last one, I can't understand the brother be saying. Like he does a lot of muttering. I mean, I respect. I like that, that last album, though. <laughs> I did. It has, it has some grooves on it. Yeah, it's just I just I'm like man, I want to understand what you say. It's just a lot of muttering. Even like on his second joint, it's just like he had songs that. Like the couple songs that you know, the more the commercials, I can understand what he's saying, but the muttering I, I can't get into, man. But I look, the yeah. great. It's crazy, it's been almost 25 years, man. But before I we, know, before we finish, I'm gonna end up listening to that, I'm probably gonna end up listening to that before we record, too, man. Now I got now I want to just go ahead and, 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 and play that bad boy all the way through, run it back one more time, man. But before we go, man, something happened 23 years ago to change the course of our lives. You know what this is. <laughs> what, what, what is this? The time when the New World Order, the NWO, came to WCW. No. And the revealed himself. And that was Hollywood <laughs> Hulk Hogan. That was new, that new, thing. New, new World Order. That was that bash. <laughs> and I remember talking hey, to Bowtie that like, Monday. It was iconic. Iconic time, on that, man. On that Monday, it's like, yo, because I don't, neither one of us had the pay-per-view. I'm going to pie, and neither one of our parents is willing to pay for it. <laughs> But the next day, man, that was yeah. the con- that was the conversation. Oh, oh Nitro! <laughs> Everybody was Ash at the place, damn man. beach, man. And you know, now we don't really talk about wrestling on this show because I don't really get into wrestling like I used to because I'm grown. But you know, it's just that's just crazy. It's just like twenty some odd years ago, man. How how much of an impact it had, man, of, of Hogan becoming a turncoat. Yeah, man. A, a lot, a, a lot of folks too, man. And, and people will probably laugh, you know, when they hear this part of the episode or whatever. But like, it, that was something major. Like, Hell yeah, it was something major. Like, not, I mean, it was like just even, even for those casual wrestling fans, like not even for those of us that were like really into wrestling or that are really into wrestling, but even for those that were just like casual fans or you know knew who certain people were, well, you heard that Hulk Hogan turned NWO. He was a turncoat. He was a bit of their dog. It was like, what? Like, yeah. not I am a real American, Hulk Hogan, turning, you know, turning on us. Like, damn. <laughs> they had the fake Sergeant Slaughter, you know, going off and everything, man. But, yeah, man, it was it was definitely a, a, a game changer <laughs> in many lives. And shout out to shout out to Hogan. He jumped high as hell. He jumped, dropped that leg drop on Macho Man. <laughs> oh, Macho Man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did oh, that. Yeah. Like, like, he had some issues with him. Hey man, and also shout out to Gene Oakland, rest in peace. When he when my, when Hogan tried to touch him, Gene told him that he had a team full of lawyers. Hogan oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, so hey me was, and Gene was the original OG man. Yeah man, I'm mess, I'm gonna mess around and watch that tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch that. Boy like me got the WWE Network. Both my sons like wrestling or whatnot, so you know they chip off an old block. I don't I don't mind going back and watching watching wrestling with them current day, but. Uh, sometimes I put them on to some of the older stuff, and we get we get to going and watching it, man. So yeah, definitely, definitely a good some good bonding moments for me and my son. You know, boys will be boys, I guess. 
Yeah, no doubt, man. For look, man, we're gonna sit back, man, and finish this uh episode on up, man. I know you had a real good quote earlier on the Instagram, and we're gonna go ahead and give us some positive to you know. Yeah, then- yes, sir. And that's 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 exactly what I was gonna share, man. You know, I, we, we try to keep it consistent, you know, here on the on the Grown Manage podcast, and a lot of people um, have made comments and liked it on on Instagram, and but people have been texting me honestly, you know, like, man, I, I needed that. Thanks, you know, what what have you? So. Um, this, this Monday morning motivation, this positive moment, uh, the statement goes like this. Anxiety happens when you, think you have, when you think you have to figure everything out all at once. Breathe. You're strong. You've got this. Take it day by day. So just let that sizzle in your spirit, you know, let to help you get through the week, you know, kind of get you jump started and just know that things will happen in time. You just have to remain steadfast and, and, and humble and know within your own you know plans and world and you know whatever whatever you believe in and just take it one step at a time yeah everything's not gonna happen at one time yeah no doubt and you know that's one of the things i eat pray love exercise man that is one of the things that i am into man it is it is a mind it helps clear the mind so definitely we appreciate Absolutely. all y'all support you know rate share you know rate give us five stars please don't be a hater and i give us five stars share the show with two independent brothers doing this out the trunk, independent black owned and quote Percy Miller. We are about it, about it. And so right it, right it. So we we'll definitely will holler at y'all for next week, man. Appreciate all the support. And we'll talk to y'all later. One well, love, peace.